Hello and welcome to this edition of Cronkite News To Go. I'm Jonah Harkel. It's Wednesday, January 29th, 2020. Here are your top stories brought to you by Cronkite News. News that a Tempe resident has contracted coronavirus continues to raise concerns. Health officials say the patient is connected to Arizona State University. Cronkite News reporter Isabella Holsizer reports some students and staff are taking extra precautions to avoid getting sick. A lot of kids, students, and faculty and staff are wearing more masks uh, because of the, the alert that they sent out. That's Van Montoya, an ASU staff member. The alert he's talking about went out on Sunday, announcing the fifth case of coronavirus in the U.S. In all these cases, the patients infected had traveled to Wuhan, China, the epicenter of the outbreak. Federal health officials say there has been no person-to-person spread of the virus detected here in the U.S., but that hasn't stopped some ASU students, like Otillo Garavito, from being extra careful. Some classmates of mine uh, have avoided classes or have gone to classes like wearing gloves or wearing like a mask because they're afraid of the virus to get contaminated and like to not be able to continue their education. Despite the worries, experts say the likelihood of contracting the virus is not as great as getting sick from something more common. Public officials recommend following basic prevention guidelines, like washing your hands to avoid contracting any respiratory disease. Isabella Holsizer, Cronkite News. We are continuing our coverage today on the death of Kobe Bryant. The NBA star died on Sunday after the helicopter he was in crashed in Calabasas, California. Cronkite sports reporter Rob Werner is here to discuss Bryant's relationship with the WNBA, the professional basketball league for women. So Diana Taurasi, a legendary player in the WNBA, I mean considered to be the Michael Jordan of the WNBA, and an iconic member of the Phoenix Mercury, is grieving the loss of Kobe Bryant. Uh, What has she said since the news broke on Sunday? What was really cool is she said, um, you know, he's not fake. He never was fake. He said what he believed in. He did what he believed in. And that was what made Kobe kind of unique, especially in standing up for women's basketball and for women in sports. So obviously this was an incredibly tragic event, but it was made even more tragic because we soon learned after that uh, Kobe's 13-year-old daughter Gianna had also died in that helicopter crash. Uh, What was the influence that Gianna had on Kobe and the influence that she had regarding women's basketball? Well, it's kind of amazing, really, because a lot of people apparently would go up to Kobe and he said they would say, you know, you and Vanessa need to have a boy. You can, you need to have somebody to carry on the legacy. And Gianna would say, no, 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 I'm right here. Look, look at me. I got this. And I, I think they had a very special relationship, father-daughter relationship, where she looked up to him and she was learning how to play. And he apparently said right before he died that she was definitely better than he was at that age. So after hearing from a number of WNBA players, what do you think the legacy of Kobe and Gianna will look like in the future? Well, I think it's a little hard to say right now what will be the the future of this, but I think it's really clear how much the WNBA and the players uh, in the league cared about what he stood for, what he was trying to do. Even college players like Sabrina Ionescu of Oregon, uh, some of ASU's players, Charlie Turner Thorne, the head coach, um, they've all basically been saying this is a devastating loss. And people like him who are supporting the women's game the way he was as an icon, as a superstar in the men's game, you don't see that very often. So I think the legacy will definitely continue, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens from here. That's Rob Werner. He's a sports reporter for Cronkite News. 
You can view his full story on Kobe Bryant's relationship with the WNBA on cronkitenews.azpbs.org. Arizona Republicans are already focused on keeping the state red this election year. Republicans from across the state gathered in Phoenix last weekend for the annual GOP state committee meeting. Arizona Republican Party chairperson Kelly Ward says the GOP is growing in the state. There are slightly more than one million registered Republicans. Although that number is up from January 2018, so are the numbers of registered Democrats and independents within the state. Ward says the goal is to keep Arizona as much of a red state as possible. Well, because Republican principles and Republican policies are what move the country in the right direction. Election strategy wasn't the only thing Arizona Republicans wanted to talk about at the gathering. Impeachment was also a big topic. Congressman Paul Gosar, who represents Arizona's 4th District, says House Democrats have misused the Constitution. These are the same people that blasted the Constitution that was actually built by old white racist guys. And now they're quoting it. They're not actually quoting it, they're misquoting it. This is a fishing expedition that is horrible, absolutely horrible. Congressman David Swikert from District 6 also shared similar opinions at the committee meeting. Election Day 2020 is Tuesday, November 3rd. Republicans will see if they can retain the Senate as well as the presidency, while also attempting to take back the House. Protesters gathered in Tucson, Washington, D.C. and cities around the world this weekend as part of the International Day of Action. One of the themes for these large-scale rallies was no war on Iran. We came out here to, uh, as U.S. people, to say U.S. troops out of Iraq, no more war, no more imperialism, and also no new war on Iran. That's Claire Cook. She's a demonstration organizer for No War on Iran. Cook also volunteers for the anti-war group Answer Coalition. She was one of a number of activists who gathered outside the White House this past weekend. This is really has a material effect on our daily lives. The greater the war budget, the less money we see going to our basic services. Washington, D.C. resident Allison Sage also came to the rally. She's concerned for the damage future conflicts could potentially cause but she's hopeful the country won't go to war. I like to think America stands for democracy and freedom and not a war machine that makes money. Tensions between the U.S. and Iran have been growing since a U.S. airstrike killed a top Iranian general in early January. The latest Reuters poll finds over 71% of Americans believe that the U.S. will be at war with Iran in the coming years. Everyone here at CN2Go thanks you for listening to this edition of the show. We had help today from Cronkite News reporters Isabella Holsizer, Rob Werner, Daniel Malkin, and Cara Harris. You can learn more about the stories you heard in today's update by going to cronkitenews.azpbs.org. You can also listen to all of our past briefings by checking out our page on SoundCloud. That's all for today's Cronkite News To Go. I'm Jonah Harple.